1: big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl & Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl & Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
3: Hi and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a light-hearted look at the dark side of history The title of our podcast today is The Lottery Winner, uh, The Murder of Abraham Shakespeare. Abraham Shakespeare was a young man who, uh, back in 2006, uh, hit the jackpot in Florida and won $30 million, but uh, things did not go well for young Mr. Shakespeare uh, after he uh, won his uh, money. And we'll talk about his story but um, before we do, let me remind you that we are a uh, comedy podcast. We use adult, adult humor. So if you're offended by um, cursing and that sort of thing, you may want to uh, check out a different podcast. Let me introduce our panel. I'm very happy and pleased to introduce the very lovely and talented, the queen, Amin, the empress of evil, the mistress of the macabre, Pill Poppin' penis lovin' Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm good, Timmy. How are you? I am well. I'm excited that you're back. I am as well. I'm excited to be podcasting again. It seems like forever since I did one of these. Well you
1: It know, has been forever. It too. has. Chuck yes. and I, however, were very busy we were while you were gone. For you. We
3: did. We did. And I, I, I liked uh the the podcast you did. Don't Swift the Swift. Don't swiftly runner us. or running swiftly or something like yeah,
0: that don't patronize us we don't need your validation Timmy. no we don't we, know it was a we feel good podcast. about it we feel good about it whether I'm you glad, like it or not i'm glad that you do we also decided that, that you are an instigator yeah well me, me and the devil got along just fine while you was gone did, Timmy. Mm-hmm. did you yeah yeah good
3: uh, okay um brandy uh, has a new role and we are very very happy and excited about that she did so such a excited. wonderful job Last time in um, uh, moderating the podcast that uh, yeah. she is now going to uh, be the person who reads our Patreon uh, shout outs. So yes, that's exciting. So Brandy,
1: I tell us uh,
3: who, who are you going to well, uh, are we going to introduce?
1: Our, not yet. We'll, that get guy? To we'll get
0: to what, what, what the hell. I'm-
1: that's it's a change in
3: format. Yeah, that's a change of format. I wasn't whole, ready for. Okay, well, let me introduce the third member of our podcast, the man who is the uh, moral compass of the podcast. No, really, no. Uh, he's been described as an oasis in a desert of despair. Not ever. The very honorable, the Colonel, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk walters the third affectionately known as southern gentleman
0: how are you today how's Carol? it
1: glossed over i'm um, a fucking reverend too um, i get no my title
0: he never says my title you don't you're not a you're not an active reverend you're not I'm, out saving oh, people's souls
1: i just was doing it you're i was doing the Lord. people's souls i was you're doing not the lord's work yesterday souls. i was at the jail yesterday getting lost you was
0: at the jail getting getting what? what tend to snap swipe rights at the jail <laughs> i know what you was doing
1: no the place is scary as shit
0: you was at the, just, the hamilton county justice center I,
1: I was and i got lost i ended up over in the psych ward until <laughs> somebody j- finally got me I was like
0: <laughs> where are you trying to go the psych ward at the jail here is pretty, not it <laughs> because most of the people at your jail are a little bit <clears throat> I mean, a lot of well, the people in jail have not, mental problems anyway, but well, to and get it's put not prison, in
1: Right, and it's not prison, so it's not like they're there forever, but, you know, of course, when you're lost, everybody's going to kill me with a broom handle. I oh, was yeah. I was not very excited to be there, a lot but I was guys, doing the Lord's work. A lot of those
3: guys are there just to get their meds. Yeah. Well, right, 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 but I was doing the Lord's work. Well, that's so, co-
1: but my reverend title is always. Well, I, I, I'll over. tell
3: you what. the next, the next time now, uh, I think in the you're next a liar. podcast, I will introduce you at, uh, as as being a uh, lady of the cloth. You're patronizing. All right. Uh, so I am, I am. So uh, you want to give us our shout-outs for our Patreon? Hold on, United.
0: We had no nobody cares time. how you're doing. We just yeah, nobody, nobody no, cares. No kernel time. No nothing. No. Let's do our Patreons,
3: and then you can ramble for a little bit, and then we'll get to the story. I
0: don't. I do even want to ramble now. Just do the Patreon. <laughs> All
3: right. <laughs> Let's thank the people who support us. So we
1: do want to thank the people that support us. I just lost my list. There it is. I do want to thank the people that support us. Uh, they are Daniel and Kimberly Bassett. Jen Moyer and David Hill, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Shelly Garrett, Bridget Clavy, Brandy McBride, Maggie Glover, Karen Widner, Callie Jones, Joseph Kerr, Lauren Meredith, Jessica Green, Greeno, uh, Mike Brown, Sarah Bloom, Amber Croup, Joe Hopkins, Becky Osing Oshinger, Karen Alden, Cheryl Pierce, Timothy Young, Caitlin Campbell, Fiona Crisp, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Donna Curran, Maja, Aaron, Kimberly Cameron, uh, Elise Edrington, Diane Stewart of the History Goes Bump podcast. Is that right? Yes. Thank you. Diane
0: Student. 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 Mm -hmm. Sorry.
1: Student. Yes. Amber Trevino, Annette Petray, Lise, Leslie Hagar, Amber Scoville, Jahara, Alicia. Oh, there's Alicia Mincy and Chip. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see Jeff and Don Chestnut, Andrew Hap, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Holly Woodward, Shirley Strap, Todd Long, Lydia Fisher, Jennifer Wasink. Tyrone, Phyllis Munson, Sarah Morgan, Melissa Montoya. Brittany Martin. Jennifer Siemens, Cindy Lou. Heather Poole, Charlie, ha- Charlie and Allie from the inside podcast uh bridget bernard from they walk among is it they walk is she from they walk among us or is they walk among us a separate thing mm-hmm. That's a separate mm-hmm. thing. okay so the people
3: yeah it's rosanna and benjamin from, from rosanna walk among us.
1: yeah rosanna, okay. rosanna, it's not on my list. from the wonderful podcast they walk among us stacy christine Hauer, cheryl weldon uh the world's most dangerous canine rudy seriously the Wonder Dog. He is a friggin' wonder. He hasn't eaten your face off yet. He's tried. I'm sure he has.
3: I think that might be all of them. Okay. Well, if we miss anyone, we're sorry. But thank you all for supporting us on Patreon. If you would like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash historydweebs, where you can give a little, a lot, or...
0: Or just a wee little bit, to me. We
3: appreciate any support you can give us. And if you can't afford it, then that's okay. Just keep listening. Uh Charles... How are um, you?
0: Uh, you don't give a fuck. No, not really. But but the
3: listeners might. So how are you doing?
0: I ain't. They don't you know care what? either. I, I'm not even. You've kind of ruined. See, see ruined what he does. He comes back. He's back, back for ten moment. minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. I mean, this was a this was a a, a, a nice flowing podcast. It felt like almost we was hippies, Timmy. Mm-hmm. And you know I don't like hippies, but. We was hippies. We was getting along. Everything was nice. And then you come back Kumbaya. and you start your trouble. Again. Kumbaya, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. All so, right.
1: But we have birthdays today too. Okay. Whose birthday is it, Brandy? Well, it is Matt Johnson's birthday. Hmm. Uh Chip. It's Chip's birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday. Chip, and Chip and Matt. Matt. Uh Brittany Martin was the other day. All right. Brittany, happy, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Brittany. Um, today is also my baby's birthday. It's Noah's birthday. He is six. Young Noah. birthday, Noah. Can't tell him shit. He's got life by the balls. Wow, well, he's six. six years old. He wanted G- he wanted care. to drive into daycare today. I had to eighty-six that. He wanted to drive. Well, he's a big deal. He's six. Yeah. Ask me if he could drive. No, you cannot. <laughs> I don't let your eighteen-year-old brother drive my car. I'm not letting you. Wow,
3: well, um, this it seems like a reasonable request to me, Colonel.
0: Well, she's such a she's one of those helicopter moms to me. Yeah. You know, when I was I six years old, I was driving there. She
3: yeah. threatens to throw them out of a helicopter. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I don't get him a cannon. I won't let him drive the car. I know, what's wrong with you? I yeah, I'm kinda of, yeah, I am. I'm a helicopter parent. Um, and the other thing that I wanna that I wanna bring attention to is that Amber Anderson made it back into the country with her beautiful, beautiful girl.
3: Yes, Amy. So she adopted. Amy,
1: yes. yes, and they are back in the country, and everybody's kind of adjusting, and they're getting her squared away with some eyesight issues and some things like that. So we're very excited to ha- welcome her into our little twisted World. family.
3: Yes, wow, well, that's so. Wonderful. I'm excited that's, for that. That's yeah, a big deal. Tweet. It is a big deal. It's a
1: huge deal. So. That's all. That's all I've got. And you had a good trip out of the country.
3: I did. Running all over
1: the place while we were actually working and doing stuff. I
3: did. I had a great time in Colombia and then again in Aruba. So, but I'm back now. Aruba,
0: Jamaica. Nope. I wanna take you to. Let me tell you, Aruba. You should learn
3: the words. Come on, pretty mama. Yeah, you should really learn the words. Aruba is expensive as fuck.
0: Yeah. I heard you paid thirty-eight dollars for three slices of pizza. And we
3: went, you know, we got there. The yeah, night we got way there, way to go. We we stayed at, the, at uh, the Marriott Resort. And that night we got there, uh, it was late, so I asked if there was any restaurants open. They said, "Yeah, you can you, know, you can go go to our buffet." Thirty-eight dollars per person. But I didn't you're a baller. I didn't know that. you baller, shot caller. Yeah, but if I had I known that, I would eat more. But I just ate like a couple slices. Of you pizza. would not
1: have eaten more. You did maybe eaten one more slice of pizza. It's not like hundred bucks.
3: But then I won hundred bucks in the casino, so it evened out.
1: Yeah, that's still that's that's. I'd have been again, that
0: shit with me again
1: yeah you can yeah, drink to like shit to dollars man but again he's a baller
0: oh he's a baller
3: yeah we'll see how much I'm balling I when I get my, my I would have had
0: pizza American in my Express pockets I would have had it everywhere <laughs> 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 you tell me $38 for some pizza I'm eating, I mean I'm
1: eating three or four meals out of that shit <laughs> I know. I'm not up. leaving there I'm just no. that's why I'm yeah, spending the night I, well
3: yeah I've been there before but it wasn't that crazy expensive before but now it didn't you get the all-inclusive though before
1: I thought mm, you said you did.
3: I did. No, when we went to Cancun, we got all inclusive. Last, I hadn't been in Aruba for like ten years, and it was you know, it was, last time I was there was like right around that time that girl disappeared. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Holloway coincidence. Yeah. No, I think it not. wasn't the same yeah. time. It was around that time. All right. And anyway, that's good. Whatever. Do you, you have any? Pro- you uh, can't prove it. Do you have any uh, unimportant things to say? Before? Um, of I do have
0: something important to say. Um, I, I posted it on the page, and the listeners should should take a look. We got Anna Girl Line trying to take a, a bunch of kids to the museum. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. So if you got a couple, a, a dollar or more, and you're thinking about donating to Patreon, give her just a dollar or two. We can... Do we, we, donate, right.
1: do we donate to that as a group?
0: Uh, not as a group, but we, we donated... I'll Have to look. Yeah, Rudy, Rudy, I uh, Rudy, Rudy donated. Rudy donated. donated.
3: Yeah. So, but anyway, and a lot of our other listeners. Know a lot
0: of you. our yeah, other listeners. No, that's, listeners, a, no, that's very up to one hundred and ninety dollars. She's just trying to get three hundred. So a lot of the listeners donated. So yeah, enjoy the trip. Nice. Have
3: fun, and um, it'll be great for the kids. All you right. Know,
0: you know why would you? Why would you take kids to the museum? So I they could learn. like taking my kids. Across I know, but the you know what? You know, you just ask them for trouble. I remember yeah. when I used to have to be have a you ever seen, on a field trip have you the boys.
3: Have you ever seen Night at the Museum? That's yes. why you don't go to the museum. Well, you don't go at night. Because you got fucking Teddy Roosevelt running around. Teddy mm-hmm. Roosevelt? Yes.
0: <laughs> no. You, you, Debbie, you you've uh, gone on the field trips.
3: Uh, I have. Dinosaurs come and alive.
0: I always no, get Bobby the biter or whoever yeah, in I don't my want, group. I
3: don't go
1: because, you know, the other parents frown when you snatch their kids by the back of the neck. Because they're acting like little assholes, dude. I took so this. I do not. I worked know. at
3: this um, child. It was a. It was an agency for um, abused children. So we took them on a field trip to Washington D.C. This one little kid. Just, this one little kid was just an asshole. Anyway, they got into the pool. They went not First, they went to. We took them to Smithsonian, and they they got they knocked some shit down. They went behind the they're roped off areas I and mean, every little thing I mean this kid was just a nightmare. so we t- we were at the, uh, a hotel pool and they're swimming in the pool and his kid starts screaming he can't breathe and he goes under. Well there's a lifeguard jumps in pulls him out he's you know he's freaking out he, this kid is not breathing he's pounding on. Him. So this is four cell phones. So when a lady at the desk calls 911, so she's on the phone with nine one one to get the uh, emergency squad there and while she's talking to him this kid opened his eyes and says psych oh. i mean i wanted to, i wanted to string the little fucker it's was not a good story
0: anyway i would i would have held his ass on to Timmy. i had a i had to <laughs> they had kid, kid, Teacher Appreciation Day.
3: Kid, kids can be a little school No, no had, shit. <laughs> they
0: had Teacher Appreciation Day, and, uh you know, they had a big lunch for the teachers and everything. And one kid, you know how kids sometimes have their own personal aid in school. Mm-hmm. And this kid, he was in fourth grade, and his name was Bobby, and they called him Bobby the Biter because he will bite your ass. And, uh,. He, his aide couldn't go to the lunch because no other aide could handle Bobby the biter. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in the office working for the secretary, and I was like, Just leave Bobby with me, I'll watch him. And she's like, No, I better not do that. <laughs> and I was like, No, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. And uh, she's like, Bobby, I'm gonna leave you with Mr. What? And I was like, Now you don't act no like nobody. And I'm not kidding, she was war she was asking the kid not to bite me. <laughs> And I, I just looked at him. I said, Bobby, understand this. I'm not a teacher, son. If you bite me, I'm going to bite you back. And I got a bigger mouth and a lot more teeth than you got. So if you bite me. Swear to God, true story, Timmy. You know what book the boy was reading in the fourth grade? Mm-mm. Dracula. <laughs> he sat there and read Dracula the whole time this woman had lunch. Did he ever bite you? He didn't give me one little problem. All right. Me and him came to an understanding.
3: Wow, that's good to you. You have wonderful parenting skills.
0: Well, I mean, there's. An eye for an eye, Timmy. Eye-tooth a bite for, for a bite. A bite for a bite. Yeah.
3: All right. Let's talk about the topic of our podcast today. The lottery winner, The Murder of Abraham Shakespeare. First I want to note it. Abraham Shakespeare is a hell of a name. It really is. That's fucking a cool name. You That's gotta admit a Very that. cool name. So uh Abraham Lee Shakespeare was a general laborer who won $30 million in the Florida lottery back in 2006. And he did a smart thing, Colonel. Well, he does a lot of stupid things. But he did a smart thing, Colonel. He took a one-time payment. You know how you can either That's be... always
0: the smart thing to do to me.
3: Yeah. He it's took... like
0: the stamps. You don't know if you're going to be alive tomorrow.
3: Well, the, and the other thing is, if, if, if you take it over time— The government is going to invest that in bonds, right? So it's going to be—you can invest your money better than a government can. So he took a one-time payment of $17.9 million in 2006. That's a little
0: little bit of money.
3: Yeah, but his luck was not sustaining, however. Uh, As in 2009, his family declared him missing. And in January of 2010, his body was uh, found buried under a concrete slab in the backyard of an acquaintance. Hmm. So here's it, the sad,
1: sad you
0: know, tale. It doesn't it's a often seem tale, like, uh, like winning the lottery is a good thing,
3: Timmy. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh,
1: isn't,
0: isn't there like
3: a TV show of lottery
0: uh, losers? Yeah, people who win the if lottery. If I won the lottery, I'd give it all away. I like my life the way it is. Okay, well, we'll hold you to being that. Being
1: kept? Hmm? Being kept?
0: I'm just happy. I'm yeah, you, maybe you would want to pay
3: back Renee. No, I think he wouldn't I, win oh, enough money in oh, the Oh, I right have paid that.
0: that woman back in ways that Timmy made, still make me feel dirty. <laughs> Gross. <laughs>
3: God.
0: <laughs> All right. So, anyway,
3: Sebring, Sebring is a city in south-central Florida. has a population oh, of— A Florida story. Yes. Yes, a Florida story. Uh, population of a little over 10,000 people. So it's a small, kind of small city. The per, per capita income of the city is $15,125. Jesus. That's ballos,
0: all right. $15,000? Yeah. It's
3: That's not really a whole agree. lot, is it? Uh, about 17.4% of the families and 23.5% of the population live below
0: the poverty line. I see that. What the fuck is a poverty line if the average is 15 and mm-hmm. I th- think about 98% of them living below the poverty line.
3: 30% of those under the age of 18 and 12% of those over the age of 65 live under the poverty line. So it's you know, it's a
0: the poverty line's like $6,000 yeah, a year. It's, 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 right.
3: So this is the this is the little town where Abraham Lee Shakespeare was born. To some badass parents. On April 23rd, 1966.
0: Colonel, how old were you then? I was uh two years old, Timmy.
3: Okay. So he grew up he he was born in Sebring, Florida. Uh he grew up in a low, you know, low income working class neighborhood. Uh Abraham was born into poverty and raised by a single mother who did the best she could to support her children. Uh, despite um, growing up in this uh, growing up in poverty, impoverished conditions, he was uh, Abraham was considered a cheerful, well-adjusted child uh, who made friends pretty easy. Uh, early on, he was well liked by adults and by his peers. He was considered a kind and gentle and considerate child. He was very active in his church. His mother was a deacon in the church, and he was very active in the church at a very early age. As a teenager, he often volunteered to run errands for the elderly and disabled members of the church. It sounds like a sounds like me, actually.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. just no, you guys are like, I, I
1: don't you guys were separated at birth.
0: Yeah, I don't think it does sound like <laughs> you to me. When's the last time you've actually set foot in a church, Jimmy? Yeah, let
3: me think Or seen one? Oh man, it's been a while.
0: Well, he walks by one every day, but I mean, the last time you've actually set foot in Does a church, a he... heathen son of a I bitch.
3: used to work in a church when I was fifteen.
0: Jesus,
2: you're um, going back that far?
3: No, it's been a while. I, I, you know, I couldn't even tell you how long it's been. It's been. I may. I went to a wedding in two thousand, maybe.
0: I'm talking. I'm not talking about. You wedding. mean going to? I'm a talking to going to a Service to to show you no. show you appreciation for everything. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. What about you, Devil? When's the last time you've been in a church? Oh, I don't know.
1: I don't roughly. know.
0: Come on, roughly.
1: Oh, it's been a couple of years. I went. You know, I went to a wedding. No, I don't
0: weddings know. don't count. I'm talking about getting up on a Sunday morning on your own. Oh, no. And going and praising our Lord and years. Savior.
1: Twenty years.
0: Jesus, that's what. And she wants us to call. uh, Yeah, and we should call you Reverend. First of all, look, (laughs) you
1: ass wipes. I do just fine, thank you very much. But I don't.
0: I'm not certain you do just fine. Oh, I do just fine, thank you. I'm not certain of that. Yes,
1: but you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't have a particular church that I go
0: to, or that I want to go to. You need to find one, Colonel. Church of the Latter Day Colonel. No. You could come to our church. You're no, welcome. Jim Jones, You're I am not there. doing that.
3: <laughs> they serve Kool-Aid.
0: We do serve Kool-Aid. We have donuts between the services, though? Nope, nope, nope. All right, I'm just trying to save yourself. So if you want to burn in hell for all eternity, that's your, your issue. I your will mind. risk it.
3: It's worth sleeping in on Sundays. I will risk
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watching Joel Osteen don't count. <laughs> it that's totally counts. That's what I used to tell my wife, Oh, yeah, it, oh, it counts. It counts. Renee would take the boys to church every Sunday.
3: Because in between on commercials and meet the press, I flip on Joel Olstein, so I, I'm good. Right, Brandy?
1: I am yes, I, I watch Joel Osteen.
0: I that's good. That counts. See. That's what I used to tell Renee. She'd be getting the boys ready to go and I'd be like dragging around. I'd be like, nah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna skip this Sunday. And but I'm gonna watch Joel Olstein, so I'll be good.
3: I you know, I I <laughs> I have a friend to go to church and I always tell her to take notes for me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, have I we? said, t- tell God I said hi and take <laughs> notes. That's my look.
1: Have we not? How have we not discussed first of all that while you were gone, Chuck appointed himself emperor like Kim Jong Un. Yeah. I have since
0: become supreme.
3: You right? have not. And you you know, you, you kind of got that Kim Kim Jong-un hair, hair kick cut <laughs> I did, going on I there. I do
0: got that going on. Renee <laughs> gave me a haircut, and it was a quick one. She was aggravated with me. That's not that
1: that's prison not cut
0: when that I he had a the, couple
3: of years ago. It's not when I
0: get the best haircuts.
3: All right. Back yeah. to Abraham Shakespeare. The yeah. fucking name, man. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he was very active in church, helping the elderly, disabled, blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
1: uh, you're painting ass. a picture here <laughs> yeah. <Yeah>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all
3: right despite perfect attendance at school abraham was a poor student it is it, suspected now that he was suffering from an undiagnosed learning disability but apparently at the time they just didn't they say he was dumb put him yeah. in class
1: with the hoods mm-hmm
3: his inability to perform well at school made him a target of teasing and ridicule Aww. by the other students. He was often bullied by his classmates and was called such names as "retarded Abe," quote unquote "retarded Abe." Well,
1: that doesn't even have a ring to it. That's I, a stupid name.
3: Well,
0: not, I, I mean, you know,
1: retarded. he's a kid. Retarded Abe, but that's not I don't even know. a good. That's I don't not know. even
0: a good insult. Asshole Abe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Shitty Shakespeare. <laughs> That would have been a good one.
3: See, yeah, I would have said, "Motherfuckers, my last name is Shakespeare." Yeah, yeah. back <laughs> the fuck
1: up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> my uncle wrote a big book. <laughs> he did. Maybe he heard, he's written several. <laughs> you, you may have, have heard, heard of, of them. Romeo and Juliet. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. He, All probably, right. he probably didn't know that, to me. He was <laughs> probably he was, did. He was a dumbass. He was not a guy who was going to win Florida. a literature award. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he's no, in this Florida too.
3: So starting in the sixth grade, Abraham started to skip school to avoid being
0: bullied. Well yeah, you know when did you start bullying because in my school, you didn't bully kids that were dumb. they ignored them I mean you had uh, yeah
3: yeah you kind of did. I mean people did, did they uh-huh, well, he came from Portsmouth. Yeah. oh
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: I mean you know anything anyone that was different, they bullied the ones bullied. smart market.
0: Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> they had the one smart kid, and they all picked on him. <laughs> the guy with the pocket protector. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I Much was just like thinking Chuck about is this. sporting today. Have <laughs> yes. you seen him over here? I know.
0: Okay. You really right. bought me this shirt. You leave me alone. I like your shirt. I uh, I was just thinking that about three guys I went to school with, uh-huh. and and I was wondering how in the hell they didn't get bullied because they was this is they was the three guys that ran the AV club. No. The audio, video. Thing. Because
1: everybody wanted that shit. And everybody, so no, yeah. yeah, they weren't and with them.
0: They were the smart, smart guys. Yet somehow, and we all, you know, we were all guys who played sports and whatever. And these guys couldn't play. You know, if you threw a frisbee at them, you're liable to knock two teeth out.
3: But now they're in Silicon Valley and living. But whatever. we, yeah. but they kind of living hung, in a Well, well looking back at you, actually, go fuck
0: yourself. Were they kind of hung out with us, you know, and we kind of. Just accepted them as our own. They was like our little nerds. If we didn't make fun of them. We would just had because good, good they time had control of the television sets. And you're right. Today, one of them, you know, is a uh, geological engineer. That you know doesn't need your shit. But he still, you know, I was lucky. I was nice to him in high school, and you know, he doesn't I mock set you me guys today. up, and you just fucking blew it off. What's up? I'm disappointed in you. I don't uh, how how would you? I said Silicon it? Valley. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I said
3: Silicon Valley. <laughs>
0: Silicon Valley. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Just. We missed that one. Yes. We're well, sorry, Timmy. You're out. You're off game. We Well, God. it's been a
3: long time since we done one of these, Timmy. I know. I'm telling you. All right. So, and it's earlier than we usually. You do. You think them. there's
0: anybody on our page that's got fake boobs? Mm. What? I don't know. Well, he
1: brought up silicone. Oh my God! Keep going.
0: If anybody on our page has fake boobs, please let us know. Nope. Yeah.
1: You do not
3: have to do that.
0: We will give you an s shout out next time. Uh, a, a we'll give each. We'll give you
3: each breast a shout out. Each
0: breast? Yes. 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 Now, if you only have that. one of
3: them done, we're only going to give them one one out.
0: And I want to give a shout out. I forget who Some people can't it was. afford to do both, so um, they only have no. One it of them. comes as a package deal. You deck. <laughs> Maybe It uh, yeah, Might discount. be Rachel Flynn. It might be somebody else. Somebody. Introduce me to the show Harlots on Hulu. Oh yeah, I've heard it's good. <laughs> oh, there's boobies everywhere on that show. Well good. Then oh, boobs are good. Huh? Boobs are good. They well, they're really the boobs are life. They're the really. backbone of really mankind. <laughs> they're the backbone of society, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? I mean, look at you, Devil. Seriously. If you didn't have boobs, you would have been killed by now. They would have just executed you. Your yeah. one redeeming mm-hmm. value.
3: Yeah, your, your boobs.
0: boobs. You got good hair too. Yeah. yeah. Eyebrows are nice. I. You got really nice
3: eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. But really, anyone only people care about his boobs. Timmy's are back. Yeah. Your eyebrows have grown back, Timmy. You know what? I had a tan when I for a while. Oh.
1: For like three days, he did. Timmy. Yeah.
3: And then it went away. I know you got to burn up under the sun there. Oh man, it was so I, Even Clara got sunburn. Clara did. Yeah. yeah Clara was, got tan lines. Yeah, she did after that. Mm. Yes, yeah, she did after that. I like thinking about She's well, pretty. Yeah, she is. All right, back to Good Abraham Lord.
1: Shakespeare. I know with a badass name. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So he started skipping classes in the 6th grade because he did, you know, he wanted to be avoid being bullied, which seems like a reasonable response. Frustrated with his poor performance and how he was treated at school, Abraham dropped out of school after the 7th grade at the age of 13. When he dropped out of school, Abraham was illiterate and could, well, this is redundant, but could not read or write his own (laughs) name. There you go. (laughs) Could not read or write his own name. He was illiterate and couldn't read and write? (laughs) He could barely write his own name. (laughs) Crazy. Well, you can be illiterate and still write your own name.
0: Crazy. Whoever wrote that script was trying to drive home the point. After trashed.
3: (laughs) After dropping out, well, I know it wasn't running freely or whatever the fuck that thing was last time swift yeah, runner yeah whatever and you know i and, by the way i did not get a birthday shout out
0: during <laughs> that <laughs> podcast because it was the devil's birthday but you know what but my birthday was the day before <laughs> yeah but that's that old was news. old news <laughs> yeah turn the page <laughs> that's
3: right catch us next we year we gotta move on all right all right back to the story so after uh, dropping out of school, Abraham started to work. Chuck, you appreciate this in lawn maintenance. Oh yeah, uh, meaning he's cutting grass. He's cutting, cutting grass, grass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in southern Florida, he would send money home to his mom to help provide for her and her siblings. So he was a decent kid. Her and her siblings? No, his siblings. Okay. The money was never enough, however, to support the family. So Abraham turned to petty crime.
1: Oh, Abraham. Yeah.
3: Abraham was finally apprehended. Uh, he broke into two houses and stole some stuff. And he broke into his second house, and he realized he stole uh, a wedding band. And he was afraid—it was uh, this elderly woman's house, and he was afraid that the wedding band had sentimental value to her. So he took it back? He took it back, and he was busted. He was arrested trying to bring it. Did because you couldn't you just hear? drop it in the mail? <laughs> you
1: would think. But did you hear about this guy, and this is— this is a story that just happened, and uh, I can't think of where I don't know where it was at. But anyway, this guy broke into his relative's house. It sounded like a cousin, but he broke in his relative's house to charge his phone. Mm. And while he was charging his phone, he had porn on it, so he started masturbating in his relative's <laughs> house. Right? Well, then, as you, <laughs> as, as as one would. is wont to do, <laughs> right? Then he discovered that she had security cameras oh, in her house. That's oh, not sweet. So he had to steal <laughs> all the security cameras and the DVR oh, box or whatever that it came on. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he took it so he wouldn't get caught masturbating <laughs> in this house. And that's oh, how, the tangle webs we weave <laughs> yeah. when and we masturbate how, in our relative's <laughs> <our laughs> <neighbor's
3: laughs> house.
1: But why? You know, my question. Why break in? Why not just knock on the door? Hey, I need to you know, yeah, charge my phone. All I was
3: trying to do was charge. It probably, it got, was, it it was, probably was at 50% or something. Well, and it
1: was during the day. So it's not like this was like a oh, nighttime guy. emission.
3: We had a guy come in the office in our waiting room a couple of weeks ago. He was an older gentleman. He just got a new phone and there was no one else there and all you he start hearing all this moaning going on <laughs> and this guy had porn on his phone i guess and he, he didn't know how to turn it off <laughs> and he was trying to turn it off but he was turning the volume up louder perfect <laughs> so this woman is screaming yeah I suck my glitz, suck my glitz <laughs> oh, and this no. poor guy he goes running out the door <laughs> So, he's, so he took it out into the world. Yeah, because he yeah. didn't know how to turn it off. It was hilarious. Anyway, back to her, back to your story. All right, Abraham uh, Shakespeare. Uh, so he takes the ring back, and unfortunately for Abraham, he gets busted, uh, returning to the scene of the crime. Poor guy. Yeah, and it just had so happened that there had been several break-ins in the area, so even though he did two of them, the police arrested him for seven. Um, and yeah. he was he was sentenced to 14 years in prison. Uh, so he, you know, poor Abraham. While an inmate at the Florida State Correctional Facility, Abraham was a model. Was a model inmate. He took classes in welding, and earned several trade-related certificates. But much, not his GED. Much like young Charles, mm-hmm. no, because he couldn't read and write.
1: That's- Clutch. Somebody should have taught him while he was in there. What else yeah. has he got going on?
3: Well, he was very active in the uh, church in the prison, and he'd prison always church. He always tried to help his fellow inmates. Yeah, you never know if those guys are really there for the Lord or they're there for you know to look right. good on for their. You have for to role. give them the benefit of
0: the doubt when they're in the church. I, don't know. I do not.
3: <laughs> anyway, he 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 tried to mentor his younger fellow inmates, you know, to adjust to life on the inside. So, you know, he, he's he run into a little bad luck. He gets gets locked up. He serves 2 years in prison. Uh when he's finally released for uh, on parole, he gets off from good behavior. Life Abraham's found life on back on the outside as difficult. He had a hard time to find a decent job because now he had a criminal record yep. he didn't have brandy working with him like what
0: year was this Timmy?
3: this was in the early
0: 2000s oh okay so he couldn't lie about it anymore
3: oh uh, he worked with his parole officer though and they found him a variety of day labor jobs of course colonel working in staffing you're mm-hmm. familiar with that it was around this time in 2001 that abraham started dating a woman from plant city never date a woman from plants anymore no And they eventually had a son together. So now he's got a kid. He's working these temporary jobs trying to support his son and his His mother. mother. Yeah. Um, But he soon fell behind on child support payments.
0: Oh, that's no good for him.
3: Abraham lived a very frugal lifestyle, uh, but he was generous to a fault, often giving away his last dime to those in need. While working as a day laborer, he befriended a man by the name of Michael Ford. His friends probably called him Mike.
1: Or Ford. Or Ford. Not as cool of a name as Abraham Shakespeare. Not in the least. Or, or Bobby Chevy.
3: <laughs> On November 15th, 2006. <laughs>
1: Robert Chevrolet. Robert Chevrolet.
3: On November 15th, 2006, which Colonel was right, probably right around Veterans Day.
0: Roughly somewhere,
3: <laughs> the Ides of November, <laughs> yeah. week or so before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah, month a uh, month and a half before Christmas. Got it. Jesus, two months mu- two months and a half before New Year's. Yeah, right after Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, painted that picture not long after All Saints' Day. Two weeks after you All that. Saints' Day.
3: You got that right. All right. So, November fifteenth, two thousand six, Abraham Shakespeare and his coworker Michael Ford. Uh, they were headed toward Miami to work on this day, you know, this job doing day labor, where they stopped briefly at a convenience store in Frostproof. I don't know what that is. Frostproof, Florida? Yeah. To buy drinks and cigarettes, it's Brandy, the, like you. you it's they, the you, name of the place. What do you, you mean you don't you, know to it's, it's a weird name
0: of a town. It's so, a
3: stupid name. Oh, Brandy Frostfruit. did
0: that this morning. Didn't you stop and buy some <laughs> beer and cigarettes on yeah, your way in here? Yeah, and I consumed most of them on the way here.
3: <laughs> so Ford gets out of the truck while Abraham is gassing up the vehicle. Um, Ford asks uh, Abraham if he wanted a soda. Abraham demurred, Brandy. On oh. the soda. Uh, and instead asked Michael Ford to buy him two lottery tickets.
0: Demurred means hesitated. Hmm? Double. You know what foot in your ass means? <laughs> Just saying. Sometimes Timmy uses these words and he knows he's not. You do know, know what foot in your him. ass means then, right? <laughs> <laughs> he forgets that, you know, our audience. And not so, by our audience, I mean you, devil. So Double. Abraham gave, gives Ford $2
3: for the tickets. He's got $5 on him. He gives four, $2 to buy lottery tickets. He gives his remaining $3 to a homeless man hanging outside the convenience store who approached him and asking for help. Ugh. Yeah, this guy's generous so The next day, the lottery winner was announced, Brandy. The numbers drawn were One. six. No. Never numbers that I have. I know that's for sure. Six, 12, 13, 34. 42, and 52. Now, these are not important to the stories, but they were the numbers that Abraham had on his tickets. He was the only person who had selected those exact numbers. Was or, it a state lottery? It was a, it was a, uh, yeah, it was a state lottery, I okay. think. It was like one of those auto-select things. Well, yeah. Okay, so he has the winning number. He's the only one in the state with the winning number. Abraham Shakespeare became... One of the wealthiest lottery winners in Florida history, winning a whopping $30 million. Nice. While at first shocked by the change in his circumstances. Remember, this guy's, you know, he's working day labor. He's got a record. He doesn't have any money.
1: Not a pot to piss in.
3: Cannot cannot read and write, barely write his own name. Uh, Abraham was determined not to let the money change him as a person. Encouraged by friends that said he could, he could invest his money better than the state of Florida, he accepted a one-time lump sum payment of $17.4 million, Colonel, which should have been plenty,
0: you would think. You know, if I won that kind of money, Timmy, I would tell the lottery commission to give it to me in six checks. And I would take a check to Sarah and mm-hmm. one to each of the boys and one to Renee. And I would tell them all to have a wonderful life. And <laughs> to leave you the hell alone. And I would, my life would end in a haze of debauchery and cocaine and Yeah, a- I don't think
3: they can do that for you, but
0: okay. Well, Okay, I would just. It'd be pick- nice
3: to have $17 million to blow in Indianapolis for CrimeCon.
0: Well, well, even if I divide that by would six, by CrimeCon, now that. I've got almost three million dollars. We could they almost attend CrimeCon.
1: <laughs> it would be BradyCon,
0: is what it would be. We could almost attend CrimeCon yeah, if we had, we had seventeen million. Uh, <laughs> all, well, let's <that's> not go crazy. <laughs> all three days, oh, three days. So, no, not all three days for all three of us. That's crazy. That's what I would do. It would be nothing but I. I would just. It would be hot and cold, hookers running and coke. Hookers in my room, and yeah, yeah. all right. Perfect. Well, Abraham was different than you
3: colonel. He was Thank a man God. of uh, principle, principle, yeah. So Abraham immediately gets caught up on his child support sure. and sets up a trust fund for his 5-year-old son. Good. Besides that, very little changed in Abraham's life. He continued to live a frugal lifestyle and when he did splurge Occasionally, it was to buy a seven-dollar meal at Denny's restaurant. Ooh, Shit, like a grand slam. Yeah, he was a baller. He was a baller,
1: much but like he does, yourself.
3: But he does spin a little, and you're going to talk about that. Well, yeah,
1: because like most lottery winners, his friends now want to turn around and fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> so Abraham
3: makes Chuck won seventeen million dollars. We'd be all over him. You have to, you know that
0: oh that'd be a dweeb yeah, but see
1: here's the thing we're his actual friends that <laughs> yeah. have put up
0: with his shit for yeah.
3: we deserve these it many years we deserve it yeah. we, we haven't been bullying him like these people did abraham no i always try we're, we make sure he eats at and we're work very, i are very supportive of him we 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 say he's his shirt looks nice <laughs> when it looks ridiculous
0: <laughs> all the time <laughs>
1: we tell him his hair it's looks nice good. it
3: really is nice yeah <laughs>
0: I'm going to tell Renee to you know, criticize no, her. No, no, sure. I said it. it you know what?
1: Nice. You need tape between your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what is that button on your pocket, though? Well, it's got a flap on it.
0: It's got a flap on it. So then yeah.
1: you can button that pocket. Button.
3: Will you put your marbles or something? I don't know. What the All hell right. is that? Just, it he rolls t- those up in his sleeve, oh. you jackass. Yeah, no, it looks really nice. Check. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Oh, you're going to roll your roll your phone in your sleeve. Perfect.
3: So this poor He's guy. He's got a farmer
1: tan. Of course he does. Uh, Butt pot. Pot. Let's, let's oh, not. I know. I, I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying I he can't does. Mean, do you have a sock line? Because that would be amazing if you did not. Okay.
3: No, I did not wear socks when I was in, on the beach. Mm, let you them did? To, let them yeah.
1: toes run wild and free, did
3: you? I should have black socks. Talons all out. <laughs> So, this guy. A you know, fanny pack. <laughs> Dude, if you ever seen me with a fanny pack, just take a gun out and shoot You know right what? Away. Me and my oh, brother no. had a... Had oh, a no. That's getting photographed.
0: An ongoing deal that if we uh, if we ever walked in and found the other one working the third shift at 7-Eleven, yeah. we was to kill him immediately. Yeah.
3: Well, the deal is for me, if you see me wearing a fanny pack, nope, take it gets, me out. It yeah. gets
1: documented. Well, yeah. you get documented, then take me out. No, <laughs> take me Probably not.
3: All right. Continue, Brandy.
1: Dave had a fanny pack when I met him.
3: I, Did he? Yeah, we You made it. him get rid of it. I burned that. that. I, I yeah. figured you'd probably make it. Yeah.
1: So anyway, all right. So this poor guy, he makes, he bought what himself.
3: What's this thing that hold up your socks? Remember those? Oh, the oh socks, sock garters. The sock garters. Yeah. 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 Those are sweet. I, they, they, uh, mm-hmm.
0: Old rich men wear those. <laughs> you like Miami people on wear Beach. Yeah. Yeah, people still wear them. Yeah. Old we need to get guys. some of those, Chuck. I'm I'm gonna turn. That's a into panty one dropper. Those, right? are, yeah, yeah.
1: those will elevate your station in life yeah, automatically. they will they, drop this. Well, those are our panty dropper yeah. right there. Well, Dave's still got his suspenders. Dave does have suspenders. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ, Dave has suspenders. Well, Larry King has suspenders because Dave has yeah. no ass to hold his pants up <laughs> whatsoever. None? Nothing.
3: Like Larry King is like what 140 years old
1: at least. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Continue he, with the. Uh, he interviewed Moses at one point. <laughs> All right, so the poor guy—he bought Breaking himself. News. He bought himself a <laughs> Nissan. Parting of the Red Sea. <laughs> That's right. What do we think about it? How's it <laughs> happening? Uh, he bought himself a Nissan Altima, and he went to a pawn shop and bought himself a used Rolex. Oh, those were his wee. major purchases for himself. He, what, what kind of car did he? Have?
0: An Altima. Same. He bought oh, himself no, a Nissan me. Altima. Sweet ride. He's trying to be a baller like like me. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: Uh, The one thing that... Oh,
0: this was in 2001. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Or 2006.
0: Are we good now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just saying. Just trying to get our time nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the one thing that Abraham always really wanted to do was buy his mother a nice home. So he bought bought them both a home, a nice million-dollar home in a gated community in nearby Plant City, Florida. Okay, it seems like a risk. Is that right next to Frostbitten or whatever the hell it was? (sighs)
3: <sighs> Plant City is the Reggie's have a spring training. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used what to be the, the frost, frost, what? Oh, um, yeah, I forget. Let I mean, I'll find it. Uh, Abraham
1: also formed a non nonprofit organization to help. Frostproof Florida. It's frostproof, yeah. Right next to Plant
3: City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Serb, Serbing, Serbing is where he was born. Serbing? Yeah, it's a trailer park. Uh, Abraham also formed
1: a nonprofit organization to help senior citizens who had gotten behind on their bills. So he's trying to do some good in the world, unlike you motherfuckers, if you want to. Hiring
0: for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today.
2: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
0: He's lottery. a good guy. I would have done some good.
2: So, it wasn't I, long... I do a lot
0: of work with single
1: mothers. <laughs> you, yeah, do. you do. <laughs> uh, it wasn't long before Abraham started to experience the downside of being a lottery winner, because he has asshole friends. Michael Ford comes up to Shakespeare and demands a share of the jackpot. He wants a million bucks. This is the guy who's supposed to pick up his Pepsi. Yeah. He wanted a million dollars, and Shakespeare told him to shove it up his ass. That prompted Ford to sue Shakespeare, accusing him of stealing the two tickets from his wallet. What an asshole. Uh, Well,
3: you know, that's why you have to be careful when you buy lottery tickets. Yeah, you need
1: to do it yourself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. A jury would later find that the tickets rightfully belonged entirely to Abraham Shakespeare. But he was determined... To not let the money change him, and he continued to hang out with the same friends. Wrong, he had known all of his life, and was even nice to the ones who had bullied him and called him names. Abraham. I wonder. If, I wonder if he ever said to be or not to be.
0: Abraham should have joined a country club.
1: He well, said. Abraham, yeah, Abraham should have removed himself from that and found a from whole new group of friends. Yeah, yes.
3: he didn't though. He, I know. He, and then he became a target. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what happens with athletes, especially boxers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people you got like, like that hanger-ons. Yeah.
3: Well, like us.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I mean look at me. I've, I'm, I'm having my a, fortune stripped from me as we speak. A,
3: you're a podcast rock star.
0: I'm basically the podcast version of MC Hammer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. And he has typewriter
3: pants too. <laughs> yeah. Can you do you know, typewriter I'm pants? No, what was what goes? They're pants, hammer guy? pants. Paris but he does pants. the typewriter. The dance yeah. is the typewriter. Yes. Well, are you gonna do the typewriter in Indianapolis? <laughs> I might. It's Colonel time. He's too legit. He's too legit to quit. I'm too legit to quit. Aren't we all? <laughs> Colonel time.
1: Can't touch it. Don't want to touch it. <laughs> Don't touch this. All right. So he, well, he can't touch it. He gave his stepfather a million dollars and gave his three stepsisters two hundred fifty grand apiece. He paid off hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars of a mortgage for a friend. He paid off sixty thousand dollars of a mortgage of a man whose last name he didn't even know.
3: See, man, that's what I'm telling you. Then people, people uh-huh. start coming out of the wood And he paid he off
1: $53,000 of a mortgage for a man that lived in his neighborhood. He might bought, as well just go on
3: back page and say, you know, hmm. come and take my money. Yeah. Well, he bought
1: uh, a house for $125,000 near Lake Wales that he'd seen only once and rented it to some tenants he'd met only once. Don't you wish
3: I had to pronounce that name? Lake Wales? Mm-hmm. Well, Lake Wills
1: Lake Wills Yeah He gave his brother's Best His brother's son His brother's son's Best friend Alright 40 40 grand They were probably tight Well clearly Uh, He gave his mother 12,000 And his sister 10,000 He wrote Wachovia Well he gives his
3: uh, Stepfather a million And he gives his mom Well he bought her a house Uh, That's fair
1: Uh, He wrote Wachovia Cashier's checks To friends these friends, in air quotes, uh, harassed Abraham every day for money. See, he, he, uh, he helped friends pay back child support, repair cars, and even paid a neighbor's funeral expenses when the family could not come up with the funds.
3: Well, that's, that's a decent thing to do, but all these other things. Oh,
1: he made car payments, paid utility bills, gave strangers on the streets cash. Cash. It wasn't long before word got out that if you needed money, all you had to do was give Abraham a sad story and he'd help you.
0: I'll say, if I ever win the lottery, ain't nobody knowing about it. That's what I'm ain't thinking. Nobody but my accountant knowing about me winning yep. the lottery. We get Abraham
3: to be a Patreon supporter, <laughs>
1: right? Although he was eager to help, Abraham You can became, give a lot
3: or you can give a lot.
1: <laughs> you can give a whole lot, Abraham. Oh, right. poor Abraham. Yeah, he's a good guy. Although he was eager to help, Abraham became frustrated after giving f- friends money. They after giving friends money, they would suddenly disappear. Uh-oh. So, I he don't know feelings, if they so. were embarrassed or afraid I would ask for the money back. Abraham was quoting as saying, "But it seems like every time I help someone, I lose a friend." Oh. Uh, for every friend Abraham would See, lose... See, you never have that problem with
3: Chuck. No. You can buy him lunch every day. He'll keep coming back. Yeah,
1: he'll keep coming back.
3: I'm still around. Yeah.
1: For every friend Abraham would lose, he'd gain three more. Uh, complete strangers would walk up to him and ask him for help. Uh, sick mother in the hospital, a family home destroyed by fire, an unexpected death in the family. Abraham had heard every story in the book in the months followed following his unexpected
0: wealth. Okay, devil... You got Abraham with seventeen million dollars. Okay. All right. I'm not sure he has seventeen million now. No, I mean <laughs> in the beginning though. In the he beginning. got seventeen million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um his station in life is not necessarily really high. Um, but you know, he might be hygienic. I don't know. How much of that seventeen million dollars would it take for you to sleep with Abraham?
1: Is he hygienic?
0: Um, we don't know. That's the And thing I'm not a in. whore,
1: see? Hmm? I'm
0: not a whore. million, you want to sleep with Abraham? I would say two. Okay, so you are a whore. What we're talking about now is we're just discussing price. price. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Wasn't that Winston Churchill that said that? I don't know, but
3: you would would you sleep with him for 2000000 million? <laughs> I'd, I'd give him a reach around for $75. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 75 cents or $75? Yeah. It depends on if I need a change for a Coke Zero or not. <laughs> it's good that you have standards. Yeah,
1: um, well, He seemed like a nice
0: guy. But yeah, nice he guy.
1: is, but I bet he's got a few teeth. Yeah, well, yeah. I, well I didn't life didn't say doesn't he would have go well got all that fixed. Although he felt used, Abraham would seldom turn down a request. He told his mother, what if the story is the truth and I turned them down? It just wouldn't be right. Still, Abraham was growing tired of the constant pleads for his money. Friends stated Shakespeare had grown frustrated with the, apparently, with the apparently constant appeals for money from both hangers-on and strangers. He told his brother I'd have been better off broke and then told a childhood friend, I thought all these people were my friends and then I realized all they want is just money. And then 40-year-old Dee Dee Moore rolls in. She's an attractive blonde with a history of scamming people out of money.
3: Now, uh, this is not going to go well.
1: In no. 2001, Dee Dee – well, should we call her Dee Dee
3: Whore? Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Dee Dee Moore's her name, but you call her whatever you
2: like. Yes.
1: Dee Dee drove a brand-new $36,000 Lincoln Navigator on which she owed $46,000. <laughs> there you go. And parked it in a garage – in Pasco County, she got an accomplice to tie her up, take to, take her to Wimiama, and throw her in a ditch. Then she told a passerby who stopped to help that she'd been raped at gunpoint by three Hispanic men who stole her navigator.
3: All right, so she's Susan Smith, basically.
1: <clears throat> the insurance company was buying it, and police investigation ensued. Should they were buying it no, or not No, they weren't? wasn't buying okay, it. Okay, we'll see, they that's were, what... They, I'm sorry. That's not they were, they were suspicious. Okay, so they didn't buy it. So hmm. their police investigation. She was convicted of insurance fraud and falsely reporting
3: a crime. She got a year of probation. Let <sighs> me just set up how she meets Abraham because well, I don't think... I, 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 it is. It, I mean, all right, if it's in the script, fine, but if yeah, not... I'll, okay,
0: Abraham's not a bad-looking guy, and Dee Dee is not a very attractive woman.
3: Well...
1: Soon, uh, Let's see. In 2008, she heard about Abraham's situation, and she approached him. Let
3: me tell you how she heard about him because it's not in the script. May I just for a minute? Go ahead.
1: The, well, of course uh, it's not in the script. Yeah, well, anyway, well, she's, she yeah. – remember
3: he bought a house for his mother?
1: Yeah.
3: And he was talking to the realtor of that house, and she was impressed mm-hmm. by how little he cared about money. Yeah. And she happened to meet this lady at a some some event or something, and she told Dee Dee about this guy. Oh, she, I think I remember hearing yeah, about this. And yeah. she, it's just changed her life. How she looks at life differently. And Dee Dee says, "Oh, I'd like to get to meet this man. I'd like to know more about him." Wow. So she's
0: a huge bitch. There's Abraham right there. Oh. Not a bad looking guy. No, oh.
1: he's all right. All right. So she approached him, claiming that she wanted. Did your price just go down, Devil? She wanted no; stays the same. Uh, she approached him, claiming she wanted to write a book about his life and how people were trying to take advantage of his good nature.
3: Yeah. So she's a journalist now. She's an
1: asshole. Soon, Dee had gained Abraham's confidence, and she encouraged him to invest his money wisely so that he could better provide for his family in the future. Not having any experience in investments, Didi convinced Abraham to let her manage his affairs. Uh, Eventually, Dee Dee Moore would control every aspect of his life. She incorporated a medical staffing business called American Medical Professionals. Dee Dee convinced Abraham to sign over all of his property and even liquidate $250,000 in assets and turn them over to the sham company that she controlled. Meanwhile, old girl's living a good life. She took expensive trips. She bought jewelry and clothes. She eventually moved in with Abraham to take care of him. Police believe the real intent was to control him. In March of 2009, the couple formed Abraham Shakespeare, LLC, giving Dee Dee control... Where's a picture of Dee Dee?
0: Dee Dee's a blonde haired girl. She don't look like much. Uh,
1: Giving Dee Dee control of the firm's funds.
0: That Dee Dee right there.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Moore subsequently withdrew a million dollars and bought herself a Hummer, a
3: Corvette and a truck. I'd buy myself a Hummer if I had that much money, Colonel. hmm A Corvette and a
1: truck before going on vacation. You can get a Hummer on Craigslist a lot cheaper than I was that. gonna say.
3: I'd buy myself all <laughs> kinds of hummers.
1: She later claimed the money was a gift from Shakespeare. On November 9th, two thousand oops, sorry, on November 9th, two thousand nine, Shakespeare's family reported him missing, stating that they had not seen him since April of that year. Family and friends had originally hoped that he'd taken his money and was living on a beach in the Caribbean Sea. However, a tip led investigators to the backyard of Moore's boyfriend, Char. Chris, Chris, I don't know, Chris
0: something Ooh, or another. Char, something. DD looked pretty good there.
1: Where Shakespeare's body was found, buried beneath, buried in five feet of dirt under a newly constructed concrete slab.
3: Yes, this is her boyfriend's place.
1: Abraham was forty-three years old. Hillsborough County detectives say Shakespeare died April 6th or 7th in in the single story ranch home in Plant City. Before the police found Abraham Shakespeare's dead body Dee Dee claimed Shakespeare decided to leave town and went to Texas, Jamaica, Puerto Rico Orlando, Florida or was sick in a hospital. Dee Dee even claimed that Shakespeare was sick of people asking him for money so she helped him leave town because she's a giver that way yeah big heart yeah Dee Dee Hoare told police different versions of what happened to Abraham after they found his body under the concrete slab in the backyard of the home that she put in her boyfriend's name. Dee Dee claimed drug dealers killed him, Uh, a lawyer did him in, and then blamed her 14-year-old son because she's a stand-up kind of gal.
3: (laughs) blaming her 14-year-old kid for killing the guy. Jesus.
1: She also claimed she killed Abraham Shakespeare in self-defense. Soon after Abraham disappeared, Moore, who was living in Shakespeare's house, Kept using his cell phone and sending text messages to his friends and relatives, as though she were Abraham. Dee Dee would text messages which people thought did not sound like him and were suspicious, because Abraham was illiterate. Yeah. When people texted Abraham's phone back with a question that could not be answered by Dee Dee, no response was given. She would
3: have been uh, safe. Uh, better to stick with emoji
0: cons. Right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> During the same time.
0: A little sad face. I'm under a power of cement. Yeah. I don't get good cell coverage. Yet. Yeah, During. The,
1: can you hear me now?
3: <laughs>
0: it's like a tomb in here. Yeah.
1: I got I got an echo. Poor uh, Abraham, I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> uh, that's wrong. Good. That sucks. That's fucked up that she
0: did that to him. Yeah, it is. Um, so so she does. Let's recap. Well, no, she takes Abraham. Yeah, and uh, she kills him. Yes. Okay, and then throws That's him the under recap. a slab of cement.
1: That's the fucking recap. And she tries
3: on. to keep. She tries to make people believe he's still alive. Well,
1: yeah. And she's trying to get somebody. While she's trying, while well, she's trying to make it appear that he's alive, she's trying to find a person who will take the blame for his death for fifty grand. Ooh, 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 ooh! ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, for fifty grand, no, you know, <laughs> I'll do it. I know. She also, you'd have sex with that corpse for fifty grand. <laughs> let's not lie. Uh, during the time... Oh, she also offered to pay somebody to dig up and move Shakespeare's body to another location. The more police investigated, the more they became convinced of Dee Dee's guilt. Somehow, property records show that Dee Dee Moore's company, American Medical Professionals, bought Abraham Shakespeare's house. Hmm. Moore told investigators that she paid Shakespeare $655,000 for his home and bought 185000 for loans...
3: Uh, which were actually worth much more, which people owed him. Yeah, so she paid $600,000 for a house that was worth them over a million. Yeah.
1: Uh, there's no evidence showing that she paid Shakespeare anything. Dee Dee offered the mother of a son, of the son of, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. One of Shakespeare's son's mothers, she offered them a $200,000 home if she would lie to detectives and tell them that she'd seen him recently.
0: Ooh, Dee, Dee, a scammer? Dee Dee's oh. a whore. Dee Dee's God a whore, bless whore, yeah. It. Now, D.D. Dee Dee also paid a relative of Abraham's $5,000 to give his mother a birthday card, implying it was from him. Hmm. Yeah, $5,000 hmm. just to give a birthday card. Uh, I nice, do that I do that. <clears throat> now, on December 3rd, 2009, in an interview with detectives, D.D. Dee Dee, the whore claims that the reason is some of Abraham's... Assets went into Moore's business account, American Medical, Associ- Medical Associations, Associates. I'm sorry, was because Shakespeare did not want to pay child support. She was she was portraying Shakespeare as, as a, a ne'er do well. Yes, and and that she was sullying Shakespeare's good name even after his demise.
3: I think she's being nefarious.
0: <laughs> she's being very devious. So on December. Shakespeare, December twenty seventh. Shakespeare's two days mother, after
3: Christmas, one day after Boxer Day.
0: Yeah. Shakespeare's mother gets a phone call from someone pretending to be Abraham while she eats out D D Moore. What? <laughs> Jimmy. What? Hold on. I believe that was supposed to be while she eats out with D.D. Moore. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, there was no there was no sexual relations going on with D.D. Moore and the mother. She, they apparently you probably got just a perfect description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So
3: so anyway, the the gist of it is she's trying to still prove that he's alive, right? She's trying yes. to make people believe he's alive. Yes,
0: so she's out to dinner mm-hmm. with D D's Dee mother. Mm-hmm. Um
1: with Abra- with Abraham's
0: mother or Dee Dee's mother? Um Okay. let me run this by you one more time here. On December 27, two thousand nine, Elizabeth Walker. Shakespeare's mother receives a phone call from someone pretending to be Abraham while she eats out with what well, yeah DD Moore.
3: Yeah. So DD Moore has a dude calls calls Abraham's mother while they're together. And yeah. like she's not going to recognize her son's own voice.
0: Right. All right. Miss Walker told the police that it was not the voice of her son. On the next day, Gregory Smith, one of uh, Abraham's friends, is paid by Moore to make calls to Shakespeare's mother pretending to be a son again. Around this time, Greg, Greg Smith is approached and interviewed by detectives and starts to cooperate with law enforcement. And uh, bitches well, yeah. be testifying. <laughs> yeah, even or that even guy. Guys. Or that guy. He's a bitch. Now in early. <laughs> oh, my
3: God. <laughs> hey, who's in on? I mean, you know, he knew about this shit.
1: Yeah, but okay. if you ingra- if you don't have a pot to piss in, I mean, yeah. and somebody's offering you five grand to make a phone call.
3: Yeah, give a
0: birthday card.
3: Yeah, but if you know that he murdered someone, if you murdered Anyway, go on, Kerm. Well, they might
0: not Okay, in yeah. early January 2010, D.D. Moore um, contacted Gregory Smith again and asked him if he knew anyone who would be willing to admit to law enforcement that they were responsible for the demise of Abraham.
3: Now, wouldn't that make you suspicious? You'd you think little...
0: that would raise a red flag. Yeah. It would get my ears perked up. So on January 21, 2010, Officer Mike Smith of Lake Wales, Florida Police Department, working undercover, is introduced to D.D. Moore by Gregory Smith. Got an
3: undercover cop on. This is is good shit. Bad boys, bad Bad.
0: boys. D.D. Moore agrees to pay Smith $50,000 if he claims responsibility for Shakespeare's death. Damn. Smith agrees. Why
3: would you do that? Why would you take a rap a murder rap for fifty thousand dollars? You know what? No, you know the people
1: that you get for that. No, you know the people that you get for that. You get one of those people that's like a that's been like in prison all their life and they don't know any much difference. Oh, uh, I guess. And they want to go back in. That's what you do. And, and they, they want to go back in with fifty k in a commissary. They know uh, because they know all the Raymond noodles they can eat. They yep. know
3: Brandy's going to come by helping with the resume. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goddamn right it I am. So. Where are you going, devil? I gotta putting thing. on your... Uh, Devil's over here putting the makeup on.
1: I'm on my face. Got things to do yeah. today. So have I have to work. Painted lady over there. <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a geisha.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, D.D. Moore agrees to pay this police officer $50,000, unbeknownst to her that she's, he's a police officer.
3: Yeah, or otherwise she probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah, that would have been a poor
0: decision on her part. Yeah. If he claims responsibility, but Smith... While agreeing, tells D.D. he needs to know more about where Abraham is buried. Slick. So on January 25th, 2010, January 25th, being my dear Departed brother's birthday. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Uh, Let's see, six years Yeah, he was gone by then. Uh, D.D. Moore shows Gregory Smith the concrete slab under which Abraham is buried. D.D. Moore also gave Gregory Smith the 38 Westwood revolver which was used to kill abraham also on january 25 and in an in interview with detectives dd Dee Dee the whore claims the reason she did not pay abraham for his house was because he had a drug problem mm. and the money was just going to be used to buy more drugs so she made that call yeah uh, always looking out <laughs> and we got a quick moving timeline here now now the next day on the 27th the police find a body at the plant city house after digging at the site following day, James Moore, D.D.'s Dee ex-husband, is interviewed by detectives. James Moore claims that D.D. Dee Dee ha- called him up in the first two weeks of April asking him to dig a hole in the yard. Mm-hmm. D.D. Dee Dee Moore claimed it was uh, needed to bury concrete and trash. James said he dug the hole and left. He was called back 2 hours she's later asking trash. him to fill the hole.
3: She's burying trash in the yard. Mm-hmm. Now if you're, yeah, if you if your ex calls you up and asks you to bury a, a bury, uh, to uh dig a hole in the yard. Yeah, York, it might
0: be for you. <laughs>
3: yeah, probably so. will be. so did they ever ask you to dig no, a hole? In, <laughs> she's asked me to dig a hole six for foot bushes deep. and flowers, but
0: <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. So anyway, James Moore said he filled in the hole but couldn't tell what was in there cuz it was dark.
3: So he's out in the dark, filling in his hole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm calling shenanigans, Branny.
0: I've filled some holes
1: in the dark before. And I figured that was going to come out in a minute. <laughs> well,
0: you look very nice, Branny. That was like a softball. Just yeah. threw it up in the air to me. Yeah, I know. How come you got to look all pretty for everybody else, and you don't care what you look like when you're in here with me and Timmy?
2: Because
0: seriously? Well, I mean, seriously. You clearly don't <laughs> care if you if people see you. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with my appearance? I shaved today, I shaved my beard off, I got a new shirt on.
3: Okay. She she stopped me today this morning because my sock was in my pant leg.
0: <laughs> yeah. I said I
1: said, Tim, your sock's in your pant leg. Well I just slipped my shoes on. Like I said, when he was running Or your pant leg's Mike? in your sock.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said your pant legs in your sock. Well
1: I just slipped my shoes on yeah but your pant leg is in your sock well I just i'm just it's these shoes what the fuck i just let
3: that shit go i got in the elevator I tanya walking. and kelly stopped me they stopped me on the way up and they they made me check they made me take it out you know you get that certain age where you
0: just don't care well anymore. you know i got here today and rochelle says hey chuck come here and i said yeah and she's like tuck your pocket in my back pocket it was hanging like all over my pants yeah <laughs> like you know what i told her quit looking at my ass <laughs> look keep your eyes up keep your eyes make, keep your eyes up here mm-hmm. so anyway police now take Dee, Dee the hoy into custody in connection with the murder of shakespeare and the judge sets a 1 million dollar bond she was charged with being an accessory after the fact in first degree murder mm. accessory after
3: the fact well i think at that what? point at that point they didn't know what they had
0: yeah they were just still putting stuff together mm-hmm. so so anyway police state more tried to convince acquaintance to unearth the body and move it a week after the death and continued to try to convince others that shakespeare was still alive At trial, in opening statements, Moore's attorney told the jury that his client was trying to protect Shakespeare's assets from the pending child support case when he was killed by drug dealers who had not been caught yet. She got every bit of his money, said Assistant State Attorney Jay Pruner. In closing arguments, he found out about it and threatened to have her arrested, but she killed him first. Killed him dead. Killed him dead. The defense countered that Dee Dee was trying to help Abraham, Aww, but he became angry when she would not give him money to buy drugs and threatened to kill her. Dee Dee Moore denied the murder and said she took over Shakespeare's assets, about $3.5 million, and a mansion, so he could get away uh, from people pestering him for money. She's just trying to do the right thing. She is yeah. doing the Lord's work. Yeah. But alas. Oh, no. The jury was not buying it. Yeah, mm. it's because it's shit. <laughs> a, a gun that prosecutors say is the weapon D.D. D. Moore used to shoot lottery when Abraham Shakespeare was at the center of court proceedings in Moore's murder trial. One of the witnesses who took the stand was Shah Krasikni, who dated Moore in early 2009. They lived together in a mansion that Moore said she had purchased from Shakespeare. Right. At one point, Moore gave Krasniki a $70,000 yeah. Corvette. Huh. Chris Niki also said more kept weapons inside the home, including one prosecutors held up in court, saying she kept that one in a safe. Abraham said, Ch- why the hell, with all this money, why didn't she get rid of the gun? Yeah. She, I don't think she was that bright. I don't think she was either. No, but. But the fact
3: is that he was, he was even.
1: He was
0: less bright. Yeah. Yeah. Were, yeah, was, yeah, this was a bunch of dummies with, dummies with money.
3: Yeah, she was a, she's a little smarter than him, so she could play him. And yeah, but at least he was a nice guy. Oh, he was, yeah. yeah.
0: So but Shakespeare was him. shot twice before he was buried. Prosecutors said the gun was a weapon used in his murder. There were reports of witness Gregory Smith, a friend of D.D. Moore, threatening jurors. Threatening jurors during the proceedings. See. Bitch. Apparently Dee Dee the Whore herself tried to intimidate jurors but by, by giving them nasty stabs throughout the trial. The stink eye.
3: That's it, what you do to us, Brandy. hmm
0: You do that often. Oh, I don't care though. Well, it's not it's not it's not kosher. It's just And you bitches won't be testifying it, it, against it me. It's a hostile pos, podcast environment. Yeah. Bitches won't be testifying.
3: I I don't I don't feel safe, Colonel.
0: I feel uh, I feel triggered. Mm-hmm. You trigger me, devil. I okay. So, your
3: eye I, I, uh, liner I, looks very nice. I need to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look like you're going out. You, pr- could, you,
3: you can use a little blush.
0: <laughs> she looks like she's going out prostituting. So. <laughs> I mean, putting. That, I didn't say that. Putting that whore. Paint I would on. like. I would what? just. I would just, like say, I would just like I would just like
3: to say that when people start bitching about us picking on you that that comment did not come out of my mouth like <laughs> i'm just saying you know, wait a minute. he bitches when i don't put on makeup
1: he <laughs> bitches when i do i don't look like tammy faye baker over here he just said no he
0: said you look like a whore <laughs> oh no well, i said you was painting your face up like a whore i didn't say you was a whore and I, oh, I was—I just said you. Well, were, that must make you feel you better, was, Brandy. Do, you right? were putting that better. whore paint all over your face. I, I did not you know, say you was a whore. I can't
1: imagine why I would give you stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why. I would you look that. lovely, I think, Brandy. <laughs> thank you, Timmy.
0: You are such a suck up, Timmy. Continue, Colonel. So, and you know what, Devil? Hold on, I got to take that all back. You look lovely, and you, have you noticed all of a sudden now, Timmy, back here? And he's starting things between us again. I know. He's the one that instigated the whole didn't call her a whore. You, you did, did that all on your you own. Know, you led me right up to the edge of the cliff. And it was like. You led the horse to water. <laughs> you
1: did. And then you dunked his you head did. under because that horse, that particular horse is not real bright.
3: <laughs> yeah, It's sort of like Abraham Shakespeare. Love his heart. Except he's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Everything went
0: just swimmingly. So you're saying us. that
3: I'm Dee Moore and he's Abraham Shakespeare? Is that what you're trying to get at here? I, I'm not.
0: I don't know. I'm just saying, me and the devil got along just fine. I know
3: you. You, you called her a whore, dude. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and I'm just saying, when you wasn't here, I was. We were nice to each other. When you are
3: here, I'm very. Ni- I did not call her I'm a whore. I'm very by the nice way. to Brandt. Am I nice to you? You're nice. Did I not? Did I not invite you? To an event, you did. What event? I offered of to, to. I declined. She declined, but I offered to get her to get with me to see uh, Wicked. Only because I don't want to go by myself and look. You know. Oh, so like
0: you know, I want to. It did, was me, or you didn't alone. ask me.
3: Yeah, but you know, it, uh, yeah,
0: Oh, all of a sudden, I'm uh,
3: afraid you'd break out in song, and well, it would be very <laughs> embarrassing. But here's
1: the other problem too: is Chuck, you're what we call a clusterfuck. <laughs> 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 because it would never be just as simple as no, no. You Chuck just, shows up at the theater no, and you go you to sit the down show and
3: watch some nice musical. No, 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 no it's no. not that. No,
1: there's got to be there's got to be drama beforehand. Oh,
3: be, and, he would be in a fight with a ninety year old usher. Yes. They'd be wrestling on the in the on. Yeah, the, I mean it never. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: sometimes those ushers are just pricks. <laughs> Motherfucker, the things are in order. You don't need to take my ticket from my hand and walk me down to my seat i know where it's at and i know what you're up to you want me to give you three dollars to do basically nothing i mean i looked exactly I, where i'm it not is taking life. it no. wicked. but no. if you change
3: your mind you let me know i'm <laughs> not taking it
1: charlie manson get make but it out soon little, but
3: uh, uh, wear a little less makeup <laughs> <laughs> what the hell <laughs> continue colonel <laughs>
0: Okay, <laughs> let's
1: recap. gonna set that theater on fire. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Iroquois Theater fire <laughs> hell. We're gonna get some. Air. Did you
3: put makeup on when you went to the <laughs> joint?
1: The Aronoffs. Yeah. Did you really? I yeah because I was going someplace oh, they, after that.
3: You know those guys in those striped white and black stripe uh, u- mm. unis. They, I looked oh, good yeah. to them. And they probably got have been, been in there. They've been in there. You know. Oh yeah. A
0: week oh, and a yeah. half. They got I those fancy shoes. Like, they're still the, thinking about the sandals.
3: You. The sandals with the socks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, you know they were rolling them out when you left,
0: <laughs> or while you were walking <laughs> no, by. Oh, <laughs> you know it was stressing. Well, yeah.
3: You
1: know what was stressing me out was, you know, we're in this little pod and all the doors are open or whatever, mm. and these guys would go into their cells. Like, I assume assumed to go to the bathroom, but you know they're all going in their cell. You know to go to the bathroom, and then it flushes and comes out. And I'm thinking, if one of the, if one of them lays down the law in these one of these cells, <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I cannot have that. So what
3: happens like in these? Uh, I've never, Colonel, you might be able to answer this because you've been arrested several times. I but you have an you, extensive
1: you, criminal history.
3: You take a, if you have to take a dump, you're just like there in front of everyone.
0: Yeah. No.
3: No, they have little. They have.
1: They have little,
0: little cubbies. I mean, well, it's they not, have, but their, like in prison. No, like
3: if you're in
1: prison. Like, okay, well, in the jail where I was, every right. there's two guys to a bunk. Right. Yeah, and then the doors, you know, but your toilets at kind of out there. So I mean,
0: you take a shit in front of your bunk mate. That's what yeah. I mean.
1: But yeah, no, you wouldn't have to. Oh, you don't
0: do it in front of everybody else, just the guy in the room. Oh, that's
1: But kind of you probably need to time it out to when they are in the day room watching something on TV. Oh, can
3: you? That, that, oh, that would just be too much. But then
1: again, I, if one of them lays down the law, everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody gets that.
3: Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's. Oh, I, I never <laughs> want to go to
0: prison. Continue, Colonel. Well, let's see. Let's recap. Oh, so Jesus. the jury, she's gone to trial. The. The jury's not buying is it. The prosecutor's throwing all kinds of shit at her. The jury's not buying it. Now, she's giving a stink eye to the jurors. Um, Trying to intimidate them. Yeah, one juror said that she was uh, concerned for her own safety there, Timmy. Now, during the proceedings here, Judge Emmett Battles asked the juror whether feeling threatened by the witness and Miss Shakespeare's friends and family would affect her ability to be fair and impartial in this case. After a number of cautions, Judge Battles gave Ms. Moore a final warning for making facial expressions at jurors. Although the charge was first-degree murder, Judge Emmett Battles instructed the jury that it could convict the 40-year-old whore of a lesser charge.
1: Did they? Did Did he tell him to? Did he tell her to stop looking at them in that tone of face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's yeah. what you had yeah. to do. The I straight
0: ahead, slut. Right. On December t- 10, 2012, right after a six during week- the
3: holiday season.
0: Yes. Three days after my birthday.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: After a six week trial, DD the whore is found guilty. The judge smacked the gravel, gravel, gravel. Gavel gravel. On, sure. the, on the thing mm-hmm. and said, Gravel on the thing. You are yeah. guilty, DD whore. She showed little emotion as the verdict was read. Judge Battles called her the most manipulative bottle blonde, slut bag he'd ever seen in his whole years on the bench. is that a quote and no, if it's somebody not quote, set her on fire, he would not come across a bench to piss on her and
3: put out. I think he's adding to the script. There, no, that's what the judge said. The judge
0: no. was really uh he was um, a fan.
3: he he did uh he did say that she was one of the most manipulative people he've ever. Ever
0: seen, and cold and calculating and cruel. Mm -hmm. And if she actually spontaneously combusted into fire, he would not urinate on her to save her life.
3: But continue.
0: He then (laughs) he then came from behind the bench and slapped her in the face. (laughs) He did not.
3: (laughs) What happens now? He
0: should have. D.D. Moore was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Timmy, good. That's the end, motherfucker. You wrote your script. You know. How all it right.
3: goes. Is that all? What,
0: what? What do you mean? What do you mean? That's that's all you gave me. What so else am I supposed br- to so give you? So, Brandy, here? Is your final thoughts on the the sad oh yeah? Let me look at. Here's page eight. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. There's nothing here. There's um, uh,
3: Brandy, your final thoughts on the sad tale of Abraham Shakespeare? That is sad. I
1: remember this. I remember this happening. But you know. I don't know if that was before or after Florida
0: like made a complete left as far as crazies go. Florida's always been the land of crazies. It's a heat, the snakes, the alligators. the Has wilders. it always been? A, I don't remember yeah. it My being t- that way
1: until like recent in the past, like ten years. It's nah, gotten it's always
0: worse been in, the, in the, the land of crazy.
3: All
1: right, because
0: uh, that's where all the drugs come through.
3: Uh, Colonel, your your thoughts, final thoughts on the death of Abraham Shakespeare? Well, if you're gonna be
0: Rich, don't tell people about it, Timmy. You okay. know that's right. Yeah,
3: I ain't so, shit. So we may be rich. We just nobody's telling. told us yet. Yeah. Well, hmm. I don't, um I don't know. I'm a. I'm a check
1: right
0: now. You don't even think you have lunch money, do you? I can tell you, at any given moment, I can tell you my net worth, Timmy. All
3: right. The we got a lot of dead air here, Colonel.
0: My net worth, right? Today is $11, Timmy. <laughs> because
1: <see>. What's Timmy's? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have much on me
0: today, I don't think. Because whatever my net worth is, is what I'm carrying. Ah, right. Jesus shit. Well, some of this is Colombian pesos. So I've got like a million Colombian
3: pesos, 50 million Colombian pesos, and like 46 bucks. How much is a
0: Peso. Uh, those million uh, fifty pesos. is like fifty million is like twenty bucks. Jesus Christ! Yeah, fifty million. They gotta go to fifty million. Yeah, pesos? it's like do uh, have a fifty million dollar? You get in a tax
3: and you say how much to the airport and they'll say yeah seventy million. You're like oh fuck. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> maybe Christ. I'll maybe I'll take the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how much is that in American dollars? Mm-hmm. I get like, twenty two dollars. Yeah, okay, All right, I'm good. I'm a millionaire. At least I they can, can do the
0: conversion. I'd like to
3: move down there and be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. All right, Colonel, uh, you have shout-outs for us. I
0: got I got a few shout-outs, Timmy. Right, let's but, start with some new listeners.
3: All right, let's do that.
0: Um, I believe we already covered Shelly Garrett.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and she's a Patreon sponsor, but she's she's fairly new and, and active you, on Shelley. page. Thank you, Shelly. Nikki Martin, who joined last night the page. Uh Michael Deo, I don't And when well,
3: you say the page, you're talking about our Facebook group History Dweebs, the podcast. Yeah, the podcast and we, podcast we encourage everyone to join us because brandy there's a lot of fun and merriment going on there.
0: Well, so much. I know we have a lot of listeners, but I only know who listens by the people who post on the Facebook page. Right. So Jody Brown, mm-hmm. um Jim Seabright, um you know, I'm going to give this one grudgingly to me. Okay. Tammy Kinema.
3: Why are you saying so grudgingly?
0: She's a Cowboys fan, Timmy. She's um, from Texas. That's all right. No, it's not all right. Tara Sarabin, who's got the podcast Bloody Murder, Timmy. Yes. I listened to a couple of her episodes. A very, very good Bloody Murder. And I listened to um,
3: uh, can, uh, True Canadian, or Canadian True Crime Christy with Christy Lee, Lee and that's it is excellent. Yep. I would highly recommend you check that out. And also, the uh, podcast on, um, I shouldn't even brought it up because I don't know the exact title, but on
0: Alaskan murders. Um, Is Alaskan it the Alaskan true crime? Might be. I'll look it up while you talk. Anyway, Amy Hart. Of course, we covered Diane Student, who has History Goes Bump, and Rosanna, of course, Rosanna Fit. Lovely Rosanna.
3: And you're Rosanna. doing uh you're doing you're doing you and her, co- for her. Yep. collaborating we on a little project.
0: Okay. Um and Rosanna's podcast, Timmy. Mm-hmm. You listen to that one? Uh yes. It's Can uh, I listen to uh it occasionally. Uh, yes.
3: It's uh They Walk Among Us mm-hmm. and it's it won the British Podcast
0: Awards. It did. It's it, an
3: excellent podcast. And
0: she's got some badass tattoos, Timmy.
3: Yeah, and her um Husband uh, Benjamin is a great guy. Quite a handsome guy. Yeah, and uh, he's got a great podcast voice.
0: Well, let's go on then. We got Christy, Shirley Strap, our squirrely little friend. We love Shirley. Shirley. Fiona, Fiona Chris. Hi, Fiona. From Malaysia. Yes. Thinking about you. Hoping you're doing well, Fiona. Nick Johnson, Lindsey White, Paula Kimes, Jess Watford maria ortiz susan capitano charles dent trish the cream puff um, who plays the bagpipes this one's going to give me fit rebecca latioli las okay. i'm sure you got it i'm sure
3: you got it right
0: latioli always yeah yeah uh rebecca little feather is what we're going to call her um jamie jason janky i got roseanne kaz every Maj Payne, joe lamon
3: i just want to say uh todd long let me just say chuck that podcast we were referencing is murder uh under the midnight sun yes Uh, murder that's it yeah it's an excellent podcast there's only like three or four episodes out there right now but it's an excellent podcast uh on murders in alaska i encourage you to check it out
0: andrea odell um lauren Mayer, rachel hummel uh, Danielle from um, uh, between us girls between us girls, Deborah Chappelle, Hollywooded, who's gonna take a trip in an R V around the country. We call her Hollywood. Yep. Ainsley Hallett, Jennifer Sabota, Christina Montana, Mark Hammermeister from the Conspirators, Kelsey Froh, Callie Jones,
3: Joe Hopkins from the Now American History Podcast.
0: Joe Hopkins, of course. I was getting to him. I'm sorry angie l yeah you need to stop let him do his list tammy ennis tammy ennis yeah michael Deo. i already got him nicole star jessica cheryl causey cheryl causey yes i like cheryl jessica barnett marvin hammond jill phoenix nancy clark matt johnson cheryl causey sarah morgan chrissy ramsden john gray Susan Angles, M. Waterfall, T- Tyra Jenkins, Cheryl Pierce, Allison Shields, Monroe Blake, um, MJ Howard, Amber croup Jamie T., Maja,
3: Megan noseworthy
0: Donna Hellman, Rachel mm-hmm. Flynn, hope you're doing well, Jennifer, of course, Jennifer Siemens, and a wonderful mother, Linda, Jim Wicks, Liz Keating, Fallon, Radika, Angie Cobbs, Monica D. Hagostino, Tiffany, Shannon, Amanda, jess williams Um, francis Darton,
3: aaron fowler
0: aaron fowler jana fitzgerald um and ginger angie ball Mm -hmm. nicola
3: nicola reed and steve miller
0: steve miller ali and charlie of course sarah bloom from
3: from ali and charlie from the insight podcast
0: jim burdick and karen barnes the lovely tasha and ophelia maja maja I got Majority, Jeff Girdley, Sam Hildebrand, Linda, Missy Horton, Britton, Chris. Nick Johnson. Hope Chris recovers soon. um, Catherine Richardson, Teresa Slavin, Celine, of course. Chanda, Larry. Yes. um, The Trowbridges, Clark Trowbridge Mm -hmm. and Diane Trowbridge and Lisa Trowbridge. Colton, Phyllis Munson, Aaron Wentz, Donna Curran. Brian and Lisa Laden Olivia Meyer. Did you see the pictures of Katcha and the thing?
3: Yes. That? She Katcha was had an opportunity to do some modeling and she's, she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She is gorgeous. So
0: shout out to our to our resident model Katcha. Yes. Um Kate with a C McCarthy. Bridget Clavy. By the
3: way, Kate just graduated. Yes. Oh yeah, congratulations, yeah. Kate. Congratulations. It's awesome.
0: She graduated with a lot of ropes around her neck too. Who mm-hmm. was the other one that just graduated? Um, we just had somebody else in our group graduate Timmy I'm sorry I probably should know but I, I don't. And because I made a comment how many ropes they had hanging around the damn neck they yeah. must have had all well, kinds congratulations of congratulations to all of our damn it, graduates who, I, who was that uh, my niece Dominique uh, Wagner Aaron Fowler TJ Little Ally Nett Nick and Molly Vicki Ann Wallace Keith Frosty Cheryl Muscu Andy Bali Mary Ray, Katie. Okay. Morehead. Christine. wishwa That's right. Maggie Glover, poet, laureate of d- Dweebs, Bond. Gene oh. Bond. Donna Hellman, Gina Splane, Denny Mack, Al Norwood. We got to hook up with him sometime here soon. We
3: do. And I want to just, I know you mentioned these throughout, but let's. Uh, give a special thanks to our mods on our page. It's doing a wonderful job. Karen Barnes, Jen Wicks, and Amber Croup. They're doing a great job. They Thank are you, doing ladies. a wonderful
0: job. Thank you. Um, they could be a little less crazy, but I guess you no, take what you, you a get. No, they're doing a great
3: job, and we, it, appre- we appreciate it.
0: Chicago Lindsay, O'Brien, yes. Nancy Jalapeno, and Kim Kamikaze. Mm-hmm. And that is our that is our two columns for okay. today. This list has grown so big that we're doing two columns at a time.
3: And we're looking forward to meeting uh, those of you who will be in Indianapolis for CrimeCon. Jason going to be there. Brandy and I are going to be there on Friday night. Yes. Chuck, are you coming Friday and Saturday? I'm or?
0: coming Friday and Saturday, Tim.
3: Awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're going to be there, let us know because we'd like to meet you. Yes. Uh, Brandy, where can people find us? Uh, they can find us on Facebook. Yeah, we have two uh Facebook pages. We have History Dweeb page and History Dweeb's the podcast group. History Dweeb's the podcast group's a lot of fun. Please join us there. I think you enjoy it. It's
0: not for the timid though.
3: It's not for the no. timid. You can find us it's on like Twitter, Twitter games. We can find it's us like on the Lord of the We can find mm-hmm. us on Twitter at uh History Dweeb's 1. You can follow Brandy at brandy Venay. The uh Brandy V E N N A. Uh-huh. Or you can follow uh, the colonel at Hawk Waters. Shout out to Maria Johnson. And I want to give a special shout out. Did to I
0: give a shout out to Maria Johnson? Because sure. I had her on my list to uh, get. Well, we got her. Okay. And I want to give
3: a shout out to my mom who lost uh, her sister this week. Yes. Um, my, oh. my Aunt Joanne, who was a wonderful lady. Um, And we'll miss you very
0: much. And, of course, Lady Beverly.
3: And, of course, Lady Beverly. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Tweeds. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Good day.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.